let's hop off the main bit. Um, same. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to take are. a <laughs> just a second to collect ourselves? I've like we've been on the phone. <laughs> we were talking for a while, so like, this is just a, a natural, continuous flow. But I feel like it also will be hopefully a way that we condense. We can condense. <laughs> The episode I say this every week and it just continues to say the same exact length or longer. But or I longer. promise I think this is gonna be the one because I really wanna go to the liquor <laughs> store after this. Um we're recording on a Friday. And I wanted to just start drinking champagne. It's my birthday, yo. Uh Charnay's birthday weekend. Ooh, um, it's, it's your girl. girl. So you know, I walk whenever I walk up to my to my coworkers, they be like, "It's your girl." I be like, "As long as y'all know." Oh, have you guys? Have, <laughs> right, I'm not gonna do this in three things to stand necessarily, um, but I did watch the whole series basically in like two evenings. Uh, but dead to me. Do you watch yeah. it when you say "Hey, girl," or like the I, like at the office when she says "Like, hey, girl." I put, I stand that last episode. That shows how much. You oh no! But you stand like talk. multiple things within one. Yeah, but I talked. I talked about it. I said that was really right, good. Well, I put myself on. So, psych. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cool. Welcome back to another week of Black Millennial. Uh, this week. Hey y'all! This is the birthday episode. Did we, uh, this week is sponsored <laughs> by. Did we? I didn't do this last week, did I? No, last week oh, was. Um, this week buns. is sponsored by Play Cousins, which technically <laughs> I think we are Play Cousins. Um, me, me and you, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there's just certain people yeah, we are. that, like, you can't tell me is, like, not my auntie. Like, we've had, like, multiple, like, yeah, like, multiple holidays together. Like, I was at your mom's yeah, wedding. Yeah, so it's just stuff. Play like, Cousins. And everybody has those people that are, like, when people be like, how y'all related? You're like, I, I don't know me you and know? take like, that's me and take care of yourself like that's my cousin but like you don't need to know yeah, how like, you don't need to because there's just too many branches on this family tree okay um cool uh <laughs> especially your family tree let's just let's continue no to offense, move on. sorry um <laughs> sorry uh this week's episode we're gonna talk about code switching i feel like i didn't mentally prepare like a ton so i'm actually glad to see just like what comes out of my mouth um about this topic um yeah so the episode title switching lanes in a grand rapid um we just were talking about that like what's the episode title and i was like okay well, that's perfect it's a national anthem switching lanes in a grand rapid we know this is, that is the national anthem. i think it's lift every voice and sing should be replaced as like the actual national anthem and then the black national anthem or negro national anthem should be march madness yeah cool um and then also insert chris brown backflip yeah as somebody has to do it at every it's like it's like the putting your <laughs> hand on your heart like whatever that was like somebody has to actually do the flip. Have to do the yeah. chris, the chris um, brown backflip the backflip yeah so that's that um i'm thinking about different like career paths for myself one i just told sure i want to be like a house music performer kind of like i just want to make house music like subtract um kind of like um i don't know yeah so i just want to make house music i just played you something calvin, calvin harris i'm gonna be the black calvin harris it's like i'm trying to get a fucking vegas residency um dead mouse oh, he does edm who, who else does house um, music i don't know but just don't compare me to any of them 
ever again. <laughs> What's the other one? Sharant Duty told me one's one. He said that he would marshmallow. No, that's the guy with the thing, the marshmallow head. I think he's a DJ. But I don't I know if it, okay, maybe I don't know. I can't look. I can't keep up. I can't um, keep up either. Okay. What was my other career? Uh, um, Anita Baker. Anita Baker. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you know Steve or Stevie you Wonder? Stevie Wonder? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what my other career little thing was, but um, I'm going to be talking shit for this entire episode. I can just already feel it. I think one of my career paths, um, professional shit talker. Okay. Um, we can also go to... What else? I'm just going to be also a professional blunt roller. Wow, Shark, you did teach me actually how to like roll a blunt. Like someone else tried to teach me and I was like, oh, these are teaching on so shitty. But then you taught me how to roll for real. So real friends. A real um, friend. Okay. Uh, this week, like I said, we're talking about code switching. Um, just to give some like upcoming insight, if anyone has any stories or um, thoughts or anything that they would like to share, I think in the next two weeks, um, we'll probably end up talking about... Um, like uh inclusion so just diversity and inclusion i have some things i don't think i it's on my three things to stand but i'll just briefly talk about it um i watched a uh an event that google had um it's called google marketing live and it was just about like their different marketing channels and like how they put out ads actually it's in my three things to stand so um i'll talk about it later but um, it's very much about inclusion and, uh, I think we will talk about that as well. Um, and then the other topic is just like social media and privacy. Um, there's a preview story here in, um, I would like to see it, um, that kind of talks about privacy, uh, you know, and our privacy as well. Um, so I think that those are some topics worth exploring. So if you guys have anything to share, uh, please do, uh, lastly, before we go to the mood, uh, and then we'll come back with something uh, as well. Uh, we are running a contest right now, the Secure the Bag Mystery Bag Contest. Um, should I just re reveal the mystery on here? No. Uh, I guess that defeats the purpose of the mystery. Yeah, like, what I the mean, hell? It's, it's pretty cool. I actually have started utilizing this thing also. Um I, I, never mind. I'm just gonna shut up. But um, up. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that we're giving away, um, the other bag is uh, fifty dollars in cash. So basically, it would be a cash app if you're like distant or whatever. Um, but yeah, we just want to give away some money and like. Spread. We're not meeting up with nobody to give nobody money. Period. Yeah. No. I, so just if you don't have cash app or if I have you don't cash have, app, I have Venmo. I have all Venmo. The, all of the above. Um, Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Yeah, we got all of them now. So. Come on now, it's not. It's no. Um, it's no. Actually, excuses. you have to meet me in an alley in South Philly. Catch up, mustard. <laughs> <laughs> you have to meet me in an alley in South Philly for a handoff. <laughs> so, Why do everybody just anything sketchy, anything a setup, niggas just associate with South? Philly. Listen, it, it says uh, the statement said what it needed to say. Um, <laughs> okay, and then go to do you want to do this announcement that we have first or do you want to do the yes okay. let me talk yeah. about that so um election day for the city of philadelphia um it's a local election and it's surround surrounding counties will take place this tuesday march 21st um this election is 
significant because usually around based on these these elections, we see a lot of low voter voter tone turn low voter turnout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially in millennials and specifically black millennials. You like what I did there? I, we, it's the name of the podcast. <laughs> it's why we're doing this. Um, but this election basically will help shape um, the Philadelphia landscape for the next four years. Uh, the election, this election will choose um, the mayor, city commissioners, judges, sheriff, city council, and city council, city council at large. Um, we're going to include an article um, from Billy Penn with the breakdown of who's running and some of their platform and things um, that we should be looking for when we're looking to vote. I think that this election is very important because um, these are the things that matter specifically to us. Um, And then, you know, like we can't, you know, like the president doesn't change for another two years. Who knows? Right. Could be. Yeah. I mean, let's hope. Let's pray on it. Um, But these are the things that we have that we can change right now. And I think that it's important that instead of us always complaining and saying like, oh, this shit's fucked up. And like, um, you know, it's even now when we're seeing all the abortion bans, um, I think that it's important that we, instead of just talking about it, we do take initiative and um, go out and, and even if it doesn't, you know, people are always like, my vote doesn't matter. They do whatever they want. But still, I think that it's, it, it's important to even just like attempt yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Uh, and shout out to um, is it Ladisha. Ladisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get the pronunciation right. Um, but for sending over this information um, about the local election, one of the things that was included in the message also was that um, the sheriff's race, uh, I guess sheriff of Philadelphia, uh, is this cycle and he's been accused of sexual misconduct several times so let's get him out of here um, I'm decently like I'm not gonna state any political opinions um, I'm just gonna say things about the two people running for mayor in Philadelphia specifically um, one the mm-hmm. incumbent or not incumbent sorry the I guess Democratic challenger um, Anthony Williams he's a black guy he's from southwest Philly um, he wants to repeal the soda tax which a lot of people aren't into um, but he also like worked for Pepsi for like, I think 20 plus years. Um, so there's things to look into, you know what I mean? Um, there's like, Hey, what are your alignments? And like, you know, what are you planning to do? Are you looking to like utilize this office? And like, I have to challenge a black man that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. same thing for like Jim Kenny, who's the incumbent president. Like there's Philadelphia is cool. Or mayor. excuse me, mayor. Um, yeah, Philadelphia is cool. Like, I feel like he's tried to do a lot of things or said that he was doing a lot of things, but he also beefed with Jay-Z about Made in America for no reason. (laughs) And I think that he did it just to get, um, like, to meet them at On The Run because, like, literally he started beefing with them a couple weeks before On The Run. And then when, you know, On The Run 2 came, like, uh, he was backstage shaking hands, like, oh, yeah, we're cool now. Everything's good. Like, niggas do anything for clout. They do anything for clout. So, um... (laughs) Bitch, watch your mouth. That is, um, that's our little uh, announcement, Bitch, announcement your for the week. Um, let's go to our mood, which actually comes from uh, a tweet from none other than uh, Dustin Ross from Dustin Ross, uh, the friend zone, Zaddy. Um, 
Let's just go to the mood. Okay, we're back. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm also trying to um, book a. What's a? How do you say? Like, I was gonna say book a, not an in home. Book an no, in home? No, no, no. <laughs> I I could easily book. Not I could easily book an in home. Let me not say that. Um, but can't. Relate. I'm just saying like I'm trying to book a weed person, and I was gonna say like a oh. Uber. <laughs> I told you this is gonna go really awful. Um, it's a Friday, by the way. We're recording on a Friday. It's a Friday night. We usually record fresh-minded on Saturday morning. Um, um, but I'm kid-free for my birthday, so we figured we would record tonight, and because we're going, we're doing shit yeah, tomorrow. So, we can so. Get out of the way and have a great day tomorrow. Good. Um, but okay. I th- so we're we've both been at work all day, and we're like yeah, exhausted, exhausted and just like on some like. Well, I know we got a podcast. So it's gonna be fun, and we're gonna just keep it short. Is there anything else that we want to say in this intro? Let's just do the the stuff. Cool. Um, Motives and thoughts this week is on code switching. Um, it, just to like define code switching, I guess like as we're mm-hmm. conversing about it, because people are like, oh, I don't think it's that. Um, code switching is just essentially acting. Do you want to keep it purely racial, or do you want to keep it like? So okay, so the like dictionary definition of code of code switching is usually like sometimes i I use this um a lot because a lot of women always talk about this like when you're at the nail salon and um you know the the nail tech will talk to you in english and then talk to her her Mm -hmm. co-worker in mandarin Mm -hmm. and look at me knowing all Mm -hmm. the um shout out to you a globalist because y'all know i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with getting my nails done um a globalist a world traveler (laughs) catch us out in bali 2020 catch us out in bali 2020 y'all um but yeah so that's like a form of code switching um that's like the technical form like definition of code switching yeah so like uh, yeah what exactly is code switching or how do you define it? That's the the first question. Um, so I I do want to have like a baseline, like you know that. Um, but code switching, yeah, mm-hmm. I think is more than just racial. Um, I think that we put it into like these racial spaces a lot um, because right. you know you people always have like their quote unquote customer service voice, 
right? Like uh, mm-hmm. I got to put my customer service voice on or like I'm maybe a different person at work. Like I'm not going to say like y'all niggas crazy. Like when they <laughs> mean like when too much is going on, like that's not who I'm going to be. Um, but I think that I, I define code switching as I'm going to just keep it who I am right now, who I am today as being universal. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think that it's something like, I think it's important to be able to speak the language of the person that you're talking to. Um, right. And so, yeah, to me, code switching is um, being a universal being. It's just like knowing a time and a place. Yeah. I think that like um, how I define it is just like, yeah, like knowing the time and a place you can remain authentic. And I think that I do a good job of that because I still sound the same. I just don't be like calling people Nick Nogs and um, B-I-T-C-H-S, which is that's that's how I talk on on the regular. Did you spell out Even like code switching. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) But even like when like you're around, you're like your family. Like, some people don't curse yeah, around their moms. Me, I, I do. You don't, I'm right? I'm fucking fully 30 years old. I would, I've said this before. I won't even send my mom this podcast because I'll be fucking throwing them around. Me and my mom were talking mm-hmm. today and she was talking to me about something. I was cracking up. I said, yo, she really my girlfriend. Because <laughs> <laughs> she really but shot out. I think out. that, like, yeah, that is also... Okay, so let's get to the second question. That's a form of like, code switching, um, right? Of just how code switching can be beneficial. Um, and mm-hmm. I also want to talk about when it can be difficult or detrimental, too, which is, like, um, maybe we'll add that to the question. Um, but when it can be beneficial, I guess, code switching when it comes to, like, my family, right? Like, my parents right. know that, like, I'm, like, their kid that they should be proud of, you know? And that's it. Like, you know, I have a podcast. I have a great job, you know. Like, I pay my bills on time. I don't be asked to borrow money. Is this money. your code switching? Yeah, that's, my code. that's my customer service voice. Um, <laughs> but no, like, I be, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I did all the things that y'all wanted me to do. You know what I mean? I grew up to be a right. good person. But, like, if y'all knew that, you know, I, like, at some point, like, did cocaine, you know what I mean? Like, stayed out. To, <laughs> I was talking to my mom about that about Yeah, that like, today. stayed out till 7 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> doing God knows what, like, you know, punch out a window. How I used to like, jump off of the roof. Okay, let's, that's different. <laughs> that's, it. that's the same exact reaction she said. She said, I don't know why. It wasn't like I wasn't, I wasn't trying to sneak out. I told her that. I was like, I never like snuck out. I just was like jumping off the roof to see if I could do it. Okay, you're, you're different. But anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're different. Um, how code switching can be like detrimental. Think about this as a form of code switching, like, uh, being, um, being a gay man or being a lesbian, right. And having to go into a barbershop, you know, mm-hmm. and you feel like, like, uh, being a gay man, you feel like maybe you have to like turn down, you know, your femininess or your femininity, right. um, being maybe a lesbian, you feel like you have to like turn up your masculinity, you know, or like present a mm-hmm. certain way, you know, uh, based on just like the kind of environment um, that you're in. And right. so, yeah, I think it can be, I think it can be beneficial, but I think that we should also be cautious of like. But even I feel like sometimes um, like 
one form of code switching um, is, you know, when you are at work, I think that sometimes people try to, instead of just being professional, Mm -hmm. they try to mimic other behavior. And I'm thinking of um, someone specifically we used to work with and he it wasn't like I'm being professional. It was like you would turn around and think that you were talking to like a white man. Yeah, are you talking about the same person that I think I referenced before? Okay, because yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I think that people, uh, there's a difference between like naturally being able to, like I said, read the room and like, you know, understand who you're talking to and then you know, speak appropriately based on who you're talking to and then just like overly doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Or even like, um, what was I thinking? Oh, like you ever see that video? Um, OAC. AOC. Am I fried or you? (laughs) No blooper reel. Let's go. (laughs) Um, when she's in a room of like, black and latino Mm -hmm. people and and they said that she you know was talking black or talking ghetto first of all this girl's from the bronx she's been in prior out a lot of niggas (laughs) and they were saying how she doesn't sound how she usually sounds when she um you know is in front of congress yeah like meanwhile (laughs) at congress that's her customer service voice oh that's my other um we talked about the election that's my other um career path i've been thinking about running for office so you guys should consider supporting me um but that's neither here nor there did you watch knock down the house i'm gonna knock down the house you see how stressful that was yeah it's fine i'd be smoking weed so it's fine um (laughs) Okay, so last question is, do you find it offensive when people code switch? Okay. Around, like, so do you find, like, I know when I'm in the nail salon mm-hmm. sometimes, and and I think that this is an ego thing for me, and this is probably something I have to work on, that I do get offended. Because I'm like... Yeah, I feel like it depends on the situation, right? Like, I, you know how you go into, like, a, a retail store... And somebody gives you that, like, hey, like, how's it going? You know, like, (laughs) and you're just like, you don't feel like that. You don't really like you are just (laughs) on the clock and, you know, your manager is over there. And she was like, yeah, you need to put a little more in your hay. You know what I mean? Like, And that's the only reason why you're doing that. So like I like I just feel like that's that's not genuine or those people who, you know, like, I don't know, just keeping it in like a work environment. But the people who are, you know, at work, you know, that's not true, bro. Like, you know, like being all up your whoever, like your manager or your, you know, your superior's ass. Like when you get home, you're like, okay, Karen, I fucking hate I I hate my job. Like, I don't know how I'm going to continue going into, you know, what I mean, but then you get to you're like, yeah, hey, uh. Hey Joe, like, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, anything. Do you mean follow any of the papers? You know, like, you don't have to be that way. <laughs> what about what about when you are somewhere like when I know you probably haven't felt this in your new job, but like when you um like go to go to a place and um it's like another black person mm. there, and it'd be like. <laughs> 
I know, like, whenever I'm somewhere and it's like no other black mm-hmm. women, and a black woman automatically be like, <laughs> you, you. Well, see, that's that's another thing, because like I feel like as black people, like we constantly are met with that code switch. And this is maybe like a easy way to round out the conversation. Um, But I think that we have to be like uh, cognizant, like within ourselves, because we like let's say we meet someone who um, is fully black, but maybe we feel like they're not. Like the type of black, yeah, black, black enough. enough, or like the type of black yeah. that, like, mm-hmm. maybe you, mm-hmm. you know, I am or you are or whatever. Um, and so we, we just like kind of reject them, or we make it like, oh, you you're code switching, you mean, or you're on the other side of like mm-hmm. the code switch. Um, and I think it's like <laughs> it's okay, it's okay for us to have like uh, a diversity of opinions and like a diversity of like experiences that make us who we are. Um, you know, and I think it's okay for like, I just wanted to have this conversation because I think when we think of the word code switching, we often like go straight to like uncle Tom ass niggas, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. and it's not that I think it's just the ability to, you know, know the space that you're in and act appropriately. So. Right. I think also, um, that. Um, I have like you you talked about this before and you said that I'm very consistent in just my personality in general Um, but I think that comes from I feel like being in in situations where they are trying to like push the code switch and like try to like dim you down Um, and I think that white people often often think that like professionalism is white right so I try to like still like keep my personality the same just not yeah just yeah, 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 yeah. right <laughs> I, I think in the same way like people you know and this may be a, again a topic for another episode Um, But just when, you know, a black woman says something and she says it in a loud voice, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. or just a woman in general, like a woman in general, it's like emotional. But like if a man says it Mm -hmm. like it's like, oh, he's being uh, very persistent here. Exactly. Uh, And so that's just bullshit. Um, Okay, very good conversation. Great chat. I feel like I went to therapy. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're now at I would like to see it. Um, you can at Black Millennial with things you would like to see. If we can do the this second part in less than 30 minutes, this would be banging. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, you can at Black Millennial y'all with things that you would like to see. Um, we will include them in the show. Um, what? You want to get to the liquor store so bad you're talking Stop. to Stop. But I do. I mean, it's not like it's going to close. I just, it's like the sun's still up, you know, it would be nice to take a little stroll. And it's not raining, but okay, go ahead. Um, just go ahead. Okay, I think the first thing, you want to say the drawing you did first? Yeah, so I got a wig, y'all. Um, wig? Hey, wig. <laughs> Every time I call Jim, he's like, hey, hey wig. wig. <laughs> I got a wig for my birthday. Y'all gonna see the pictures. I'm gonna be um, snatched, okay? Um... And so, of course, you know, 
I get to work and all the Caucasians are like, is that your hair? How'd you? Oh, my God. Your hair grew so fast. I had a fucking can voice I, cut can yesterday, I touch it? you fucking. I literally. <laughs> I literally had a buzz cut. I had an uptown fee. Like what? I had a fucking low cut season with the deep. <laughs> and now I have a 30 inch weave. How? And you're asking me. That shit irked me so bad. Then, just don't comment on shit like. Yeah, I, I guess I'll tell uh, my little my my addendum to yours was and stop asking yeah. to touch shit. Okay, so yeah. I was in in um, a store. I'm not gonna say because they don't pay me today. And the employee, she was on her hey shit, and like. I, <laughs> Your hay didn't have enough eh? <laughs> <laughs> e in the hay, but anyway, um, she was on her shit, and she I had this like textured like kind of shirt on, and she's a terry, terry cloth. cloth. Yeah, she's like I, I've never seen <laughs> like uh, you know I've never seen a shirt with that texture, which like there's plenty of them out there, and she's like, can I touch it? And I was like, oh no, I'm not a toucher. And she just like seemed offended. But like, why but do why you think that I would have? In want- the god, white damn hell, do you think that you are entitled to touch something just because you think that it looks appealing? What in the hell? Can I touch it? Oh, look at that that skin thing pattern that you have on your <laughs> face. Can I touch look it? Look at that brown on your face. Fuck out of here, weird ass. It's just like another. Like, um, this is not a petting way. zoo. And th- t- yeah, like, mammy. <laughs> that's what yeah, I feel like. this is not a petting zoo. Absolutely not. Um, Aunt Jemima. That's what I feel like when white people, like, don't touch me. Just don't me. talk to me. Um, I also would like to see men <sighs> stop catcalling. I just curse somebody yeah, out. You just said, don't fucking call me baby. I said, tell me you're a fucking full grown ass <laughs> woman. <laughs> Call me fucking baby. I'm not. I'm not no, no fucking said, baby. I'm a no, fucking man. <laughs> I'm a man, my nigga. Anyway, see, this is how we're gonna be fucking delayed. All right. Um. Next. Okay. So. All right. I'm gonna like transition these. One. Um. I think Liana included this, which was uh, Halle Berry saying, "Um, I can't skip my brothers and sisters." Um. This was basically having black journalists. Um, like she made sure to stop for like black journalists when she was on a red carpet. Um, and then essentially just like uh, black narration and elevation is what Liana included. Um, so us telling our own stories uh, and creating spaces for more of us to do the same. So I do yeah. agree. I do um, agree. And I fuck with Holly Berry for that, even though she'd be fucking white mm, men. On okay, yeah, that's different. But um, uh, in the article, which I will uh, include as well, uh, Lil Rel uh, and Sterling K. Brown, they both have been like, uh, really uh, fervent about like having black journalists come on their press tours uh, about having you know black journalists like stopping for them at every red carpet that they see uh, especially if they're like a black journalist representing like uh, a black publication a black you know what I mean? like, publication uh, so mm-hmm. I think that's super important um, and then the last thing that I would like to see which will be a good transition into uh, weird white people shit because it's actually some cool white people shit for once 
Um, San Francisco as a city is the first city to ban facial recognition um, by police and law enforcement. And I would like to see this like across everywhere. Um, we live in a weird future and that's kind of why I want to talk about social media and privacy um, eventually. But um, we just live in this weird future um, and all these companies, uh, another reason to like make sure to pay attention to politics right now. Um, there's a, a lot going on with uh, like these big tech companies and like wanting to break them up because they're too big, i.e. Amazon uh, owns Ring, um, the doorbell company. Um, but they also have this product. Um, I'm going to look it up while I'm on here right now, but, um, essentially, uh, it's Amazon's facial recognition product and, uh, they sell it to like police, like law enforcement agencies, you know what I mean? Um, and essentially they've started to now because, um, uh, ring is a part of their, you mean whatever. And like the whole shit with ring is that not only is it a doorbell, but it's a way for you to easily see and like have security around your house. So they're using facial recognition to figure out who people are through like ring doorbells, um, potentially having like police, they say not able to have access to your doorbell. Um, but who the fuck knows, you know? Um, so yeah, I think just like if you a whole police officer and you're good at fucking policing and law and fucking enforcement and all that <laughs> shit, then figure it out. Do the fucking detective work. Sherlock Holmes. Leave Alexa out yeah, of it. Yeah, leave Alexa out of it. Uh, yeah, Amazon shit is called recognition. I knew it was that. It's recognition with a K. Um, but that's a, with yeah, a rec, like recognition. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stories, um, a lot of things going on right now around Amazon and facial recognition. It's so crazy. You said this has happened in San mm -hmm. Francisco. I saw the other day somebody tweeted and said um whenever the rest of the country's <laughs> on some bullshit that colorado california and uh, oregon is always like all right niggas hold yeah, on real we're quick just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna have some some regular shit um okay weird white people shit um i don't think i added any of these but uh, let's talk about them um one is uh, a danish politician uh, goes to Pornhub <laughs> looking for votes. Okay. Um, so he basically wants to be in the parliament and he is using the internet. I'm just like literally like live reading this story. Um, and I guess he made a Pornhub account. So I guess he's like doing comments and stuff. Like, uh, I'm okay. I mean, I guess that's, I guess. He said election campaigns are serious, but also um, there must be some humor. Porn is not funny. Like, I don't really ever watch porn and laugh. <laughs> um, but I, there is a rumor that Tumblr, um, that Pornhub is trying to buy Tumblr. Um, so wow. that's that would be fire. Um, and then in Dapper Don't, that was really good. Um, that was a good one. Gucci has made like an $800 um turban turban mm -hmm. i let's not talk about it because yeah. i think that like that's why they keep doing the shit um cool and then um you know just another another uh state state country city uh there's actually another one that's coming next week missouri will be another uh state but alabama 
Um, essentially, they quote unquote banned abortion, um, basically for under any circumstance. Uh, even like yeah, it's no you know, even rape, exactly, even incest. All those there's things. no. Um, once again, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because this is one of those like uh, misinformation. This is this is a way that misinformation is spread. And, uh, yeah, you actually can still in all of these places, like in Alabama, you can still go and get an abortion. Um, apparently it would be like, you could be criminally charged, you know, immediately following, which is like, okay. Um, but it's still potentially possible through like Planned Parenthoods and and things like that. Yeah. Like it's not allowed through like, like, um, it's allowed through like private. This is why it's so important to donate to mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood. Um, I mean, even not even just with abortions, Planned Parenthood is a resource for women. I definitely um, got that don't have yeah, access right. to to healthcare. Healthcare in America is like y'all know. I just had all that health shit, um, and just like thinking about like all the shit that I have to pay for with it. Mm-hmm. Healthcare in America is not cheap being able to being able to like and especially for women and women have so many things like cervical cancer and mammograms and even like reproductive uh health and reproductive um like condoms and conception like uh uh i'm just like i'm exhausted even talking about this shit but like um yeah, it's important to donate to Planned Parenthood. It's important to um, to have resources for people that are that don't have the ability to go to places like this. Um, so, yeah, I was just about to say, like, I've gotten like STD tests plenty of times at a Planned Parenthood. Um, mm-hmm. It was free, um, so that's why I also make sure to donate so that it can stay free for me and for other people. Um, that being said, all right, are we done with that? Oh, cool. I needed to breathe. Um, I'm going to skip tweets on fire. There's no need. Who cares? I don't even go on the internet anymore. Um, two quick things from who run the world. Um, Beyonce, once again, this is just her section. This is just where we get to talk about Beyonce. Um, but she turned $5 million into $300 million. Uh, without the need of wake up now at all whatsoever um yes this was uber so she asked for uh like stock options uh in uber so essentially whenever uber became a public company which they actually did last week um she those stock options were then able to like vest and yeah she basically what was worth five million at that time based on the you know current valuation of the company uh, is now worth $300 million. So shout out to Beyonce um, for staying rich. Uh, also, Rihanna, um, again, I'm jumping ahead to three things to stand, but when I talk about um, the inclusion thing that Google did, uh, there were some folks there from Fenty Beauty. And uh, Fenty Beauty made $500 million in the first year of a company, like profited. I... I... I wish I could put the words together to really, really say how inspiring Ooh, Rihanna is. On. Um, 
because when you look at someone of that magnitude, like a superstar, um, and you think about like <clears throat> what what Rihanna didn't have to make a Forty Shades foundation. Mm-hmm. Rihanna did not ha- have to have fat girls walking down the Fenty Savage um, like runway, yeah. walk, runway, pregnant girls. You know what I mean? Like Rihanna doesn't have to do mm-hmm. that to sell. Mm-hmm. She does mm. not have to do that mm. to sell. Say that again. Cause and, yeah, like, yeah. Wow. And these white people don't give a fuck if she does it or not. They, you know, like she, they're like, well, Rihanna's going to sell. Rihanna's going to get a bag either yeah. way. You know, they going to like, but she really is so inspiring. And she really is when it comes to like um, inclusiveness and um, brand rep- and represent like representing black mm-hmm. women and, or women um, just in general of like everything because she does everything yeah and really just <laughs> it's like, just like uh, super 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 being inspiring about what like, she says like uh the the men that voted for um like you know basically banning abortion in alabama um she posted them niggas faces on her instagram mm-hmm. so even if you a white becky in you know the middle of alabama somewhere and this nigga just happened to go to your church and i know you follow rihanna on instagram you saw right. this nigga mm-hmm. and was like oh really you nigga Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, cool. Bops and bangs. Um, I'm going to start and knock some of these joints out really quick. I'm going to post all these because we have kind of a lot this week. Um, I'm going to just throw mine off. One, uh, there's a song called 578521. Five, you added yeah. that? Oh, that was so good. I listened okay, to it today. I love that song. Very good. I love I've, it. That, like, yeah. That's been one of my like like treasured songs for a couple of years now. Um, so Jesse Lanza five seven eight fifty two one. Um, Neither do I uh, by Stowe and Jeremiah. Did I put you? No, on you that? didn't. But like it, I heard you listening to it one time, and I thought it was just like a random song that only I knew. So <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it was like a shared song. It's on my morning mix uh, this week. Um, no, what's my face put me on that song? That's one of one of the songs. Okay. Um. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead or something. It's like. <laughs> um another is uh cavalier by james vincent mcmorrow um another song that's been like in my like just spirit for like the last couple of years like uh i've listened to it at some like really intense times in my life where i like really needed to um so that's really great and then the last is expensive shit by fela kuti kuti um it's uh it's like a 13 a 10 minute yeah, it's like song, 13 yeah. minutes long and like it's just uh jazz music and like very like black sounding like it's the last mm-hmm. song on my um on my morning mix right now and so like as i'm leaving the door it's like yes i'm just like feeling like yes and just ready for the day so um those are mine we'll talk about the last one the last together. yeah um Jacob Lattimore, who is he plays um what's his name on the show? Mm. He's on the shy. He's the baby dad, um, Jacob Lattimore. He was like a young super a young pop singer when we were younger. Um, but he That's has dropped he dropped him. Like, no, Jacob 
I'll fuck you up. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, he dropped his mixtape. He has a song called Mutual. It's really good. Um, but he dropped his mixtape. It's called Connections Two. The first Connections was good. Um, that's what Mutual was on. What the fuck is his name on that show? Emmett. Okay. There we go. Emmett. Um, on the shy, he ha- uh, makes music too. I think he made music before he was an actor. But um, Jamila Woods has an uh, album called Legacy. And it's super good. And it's all the tracks are named after like black people like James Baldwin. Um, It's a song called Baldwin. It's a song called uh, Giovanni, Nikki Giovanni. Um, Like the whole song, the whole album is super good. Um, Is she British? I think she is. And what else did I add on here? Who added Yearning for Your Love? Um, Neither one of us. So I guess uh liana but like i literally i thought it was you and i added a note that no. says duh because duh. literally it's <laughs> one a of big the best banger. songs like ever ever um uncle charlie really just ran the shit out of, out of that life. drum outstanding or you're in for your love My keep running keep yeah. running yeah it's for yeah. for sure you're in for your love Easy. for me um yeah okay all right and i tweeted this because y'all know i love my girl anita baker just in general Mm -hmm. i was listening to the greatest and i tweeted and i said what's your favorite anita baker song and everybody was like telling me all of theirs i got a lot of angel of course my personal favorite is good love your favorite do you know my favorite is let me guess. Is it same old love? Yo, how did you know that? You are my real ass friend. <laughs> 365 yeah. days in a year. Because she be giving that real. I want the mm-hmm. same. No, it's good. Good love for me. Um, One day I was coming home in an Uber. It was late at night. We were, we were out and I was coming home you in an Uber. And my Uber. <laughs> yes, right? And But my Uber driver was like a 60-year-old mm. black man. And he was singing it in a baritone. Wow. And I was like, this is the best song I ever heard in my entire <laughs> wow. life. Because the harmonies mm-hmm. were there and I was drunk and probably on some drugs mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> and the senses were just like, and he was like, I want to know a good love. My, my voice can't even get wow. that deep. I was like, wow. But I, of course, I always love that song. But he just like, every time I hear it now, I think of him, this random Uber driver now. So, Word. yeah, I needed a baker. The, a lot of people said um, Angel. A lot of people said um, Sweet Love. Sweet Love is, yeah, given also. Yeah. But <laughs> a lot of people, for I, I, nobody knows really, I guess, Body and Soul. Remember me and Camille oh, yeah. did that Body on and Kari- for karaoke? Also, um, what's the drawing that Body she and Soul has? and Good Love are mine. She has a song with um, BB and CC Winans. Ain't yeah, no need to worry. With the nun. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yep. Come on. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, I listen to it every day. It'll be all Okay. Over. Also, last thing in, in Bops and Bangers, as we stand, Anita Baker. Let's talk about um, it. Tyler just dropped something crazy. And I'm actually not. Tyler dropped Igor. I'm not going to, like, go in too crazy. I'm just going to list the songs that I like a lot because I've only listened to it two times. So. Oh, you only yeah, listen to I it listen, twice? I listened to it, like, 45 I times. I listened on my way to work. And then, like, when I got to work, 
um, but I was a little busy today. But um, Earthquake, love. Um, a Boy is a Gun, fucking love. Um, was Good, fucking love. I Don't Love You Anymore, Are We Still Friends. Also, thank you, the second part of Gone Gone, fucking love. Yeah, that's my, that's one. So I definitely love uh, Earthquake. I love the bridge one, I think, that's Solange. Mm. Um, New Magic Wand, I love, is super rock. Um, of course, A Boy is a Gun. Um, but the I Don't Love You Anymore transition to Are We Still Friends is like the favorite, my favorite thing It's on so the crazy album. that you said that. And like, I had to go, I was listening like on my work computer so I was on Spotify and it, oh, it was it playing, free. It was playing. So, no, so it went to like a commercial, like mm-hmm. right during that transition. So I had to like run it back and like listen to listen to it again so that I could hear like that transition that you were talking about. But so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I said this last week on there, but the, the guy that did um, that's doing um, Cole Kushner, I think is his name. Who's doing uh, yeah, dissect, Kushner, dissect. Uh, with Tyler? He said he hosted the listening. Oh, party. really? That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that there was like a specific like little like riff or like uh, like a sound that was in Flower Boy that made him want to do a dissect season on that because he realized that like Tyler is a composer and not uh, like mm-hmm. producer. So when I listen, when I was listening to this, I got a lot of Flower Boy influence yeah. as well as um. Like a lot of NERD, yes, like yes. early NERD, like provider. That's literally who Tyler, um, all of, of Tyler's music is literally inspired by. Yeah. So I heard a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I, that's all I heard. I heard a lot of, because um, this, my favorite song on Flower Boy is Glitter. Mm-hmm. And this whole album just gives me that same yeah. sound, like yeah, the yeah. the vocals um, and the, you know, like the composed beats, the synthesized beats. Um, Lil Uzi is on the intro. Um, Of course, Cardi is on. um, Cardi and Uncle Charlie are on um, Earthquake. That's why it's everybody, like almost everybody's favorite. Solange is on, I think. Um, Kanye is on Puppets. I I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like Puppets either. But um, the album is really, really good best thing that dropped today for sure and i I like when um artists don't feature who their features are also shout out to megan the stallion i don't really listen to rap music i'm not gonna say her a lot of y'all um but a lot of people are saying that her album is really good and i really like what she looks like so um (laughs) shout out to her um cool let's jump into three things to stand i think that we're about to do this i think we're about to like make our time um i'm gonna be very brief with mine um one uh google marketing live it was like something that i could watch through work um but i think that there's like a public link now so i will attach it to the show notes um but it was basically just like their like ads and like you know all of that kind of stuff just like how marketing goes through google Um, but they had a specific like conversation on um, diversity and inclusion and they had people there from Fenty Beauty, um, from like uh, Adidas, from like a couple of different companies that have really been like a lot better about inclusion. Um, also a black woman who runs uh, a an agency, I believe, for just like inclusion and diversity um, within companies. And it was just a great conversation. And to know that like these are the people who are really like out here trying to make sure that like we all have the ability to be seen. Two things that they said is like, all right, if you have makeup in these 40 shades or if you have like clothing in all of these sizes, but you don't have them available in every store, that's not inclusion. 
You know what I'm saying? Like right. if, you know, it's only widely available in these shade ranges, then it's still, you mean like people are still being excluded from the situation. Um, second thing, home videos, Gerard Carmichael on HBO. So good. It needs to be the first thing that you watch tonight. Is it a, yeah, show? It's a show? I think um, it's only 30 minutes. So I'm hoping that there's going to be more episodes. But basically, he sits down with his family. This first episode is like the black women in his family, his mother. They talk about like situation with his. He was on, I just watched, um, fuck, mid 90s. Okay. I never heard. Um, Seth Rogen. Okay. Rogen. Um, it's like a movie. It's really good, actually. It should be one of my things to stand. Um, Amazon right, Prime. I got that too, so I'll watch it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just like so beautiful to see him giving like the platform to the black women in his life for them to like share mm-hmm. their experiences. And it goes from like his, I think maybe niece or something who's like a bit younger to like his mom and to like his sisters, and like they just sit and have like conversations about like family. And like a lot of it was like things that I want to say to my mom. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, so it, it's amazing. Definitely watch that. Um, last thing on my three things to stand is um, just asses. And I know that that's like kind of OD, but like, you know, for me, that's, I'm not the type <laughs> of person. Um, but just like, maybe it's the weather change. I really try as an evolved man to like avoid objectifying women, even in my own mind, because I feel like, you know, why should I be sexualizing you in the street? Like, you're just trying to go to work, you know, just like me. But at the same time, like, the weather is just, I don't know, maybe it's making it unavoidable. <laughs> the fabrics are getting tighter, like, and I don't know. And I'm just, I'm seeing it and I'm loving it. So that's it. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, so my first thing to stand, of course, it, um, my birthday. I turned 25 again. And um, I, this year... I learned a lot, but I've also realized that birthdays are not that, like, we're not really, I mean, we're going to make it like a regular night. Um, so, but, um, I don't know. I just traveled around the sun and, uh, you know, one more time. And, um, I think that I'm just a little bit more aware of myself and I've learned a lot and I'm just excited to be more kind and more, um, I don't know, learn more. Um, my second thing to stand is definitely wearing wigs now okay. because I was tired of being bald. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just cause it's like, I'm going to be bald again. Like I'm definitely going to be bald again, but it just gives you the, the little versatility. You get to switch it up. Um, I don't have a third thing to stand. Think of one. Okay. Is it the fact that we finished this episode in the fact that we finished this episode three minutes? In I think it's like yes, fifty-five. Actually. Okay. Look at God. Um, I I even just okay, made a little mantra because I don't think we had one. Um, this is just a, a lyric from Lauren Hill. Um, it just hit my spirit, so I'm going to drop it on y'all. Um, but uh, make me unselfish without being blind. Um, the beginning of that because you just said about being kind, but. Uh, let me be patient. Let me be kind. Make me unselfish without being blind. So, um, mm, that's a good one. That's our closing mantra. Uh, hit us up in the Though email. Um, hit us up on social media. Um, don't hit my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>